All right, we're on. We're on. How are you, Lukey? Uh, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Back for another one? Yeah, back. I got a bit of a sore head this morning, but yeah, yeah f- we're all good. A few frothies last night at the uh, yeah. at the Pies game. Yeah, and I didn't really want to look at my bank account this morning, but yeah, ended up uh, $200 deep in, in piss last night. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the fireball shot, mate. Thanks for that. Nah, that's all right. At least you bought me a beer back. Uh, Jay Frey, on the other hand, he's uh, that'll be coming next week, I think. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll be on uh, Nuffy Watch later in this this episode as well. So. Yeah, definitely getting his own segment this week. Oh, yeah. He, he needs it for sure. All right, so let's talk about the last two games. Uh, obviously, the Adelaide game. What were your initial thoughts after that game? I feel like we dominated for three quarters, and then the third quarter obviously had a... I don't know, had a lapse in concentration, I think. <laughs> that's, a, that's a light way of putting it. Yeah, just got on the tinnies at half time and then, yeah, took us a quarter to get going after half time. But, um, yeah, I feel like we played pretty good. Samson Ryan played, played a good game, three goals straight. So Yeah, he did, yeah, three goals straight. I think he had four kicks for the game or something. His first three of those were all goals, so... Yeah, no, definitely an improvement on his first game uh, that he played last year or the year before. It was the year before against St Kilda in the wet. Yeah, and he didn't touch the ball at all. No, he didn't, and yeah. we got smacked in that game too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was your, um, was that your 30th? Yeah, that was my 30th, yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching it. We were all like knees deep in piss, and we're just taking the piss out of this bloke. Yeah. First game, that's not really the right thing to do, but... Poor bloke, but anyway, you know, he, he's um, obviously bulked up a bit now, a couple more pre-seasons under his belt. He came out, played well last week, presented well, took a couple of good marks, so... Yeah, and then last night, no good. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the weather was obviously a, a factor, I think, last night a bit as well. I mean, Lynch had a pretty down game as well. Yeah. Lewalt didn't really do much, so it was, it was a tough night for Tools. I feel like it was a bad team selection from Dimmer actually putting him in the team. Like, I feel like, obviously, we'll get into it later, but like having Cumberland come on and he made an impact straight away, he's just that mid-size forward instead of the tall forward. And yeah, I think you need that in the wet. You can't be playing three tall forwards in the wet. I think that's no. too much. No, that's it. No, I mean, it would have been a hard call because, you know, Ryan did play well last week against Adelaide. So yeah. uh, it would have been a tough call to sort of cut him this week, but it wouldn't have been his fault anyway. If they did, it would have just been, you know, for the conditions, as you said. Yeah, exactly. You could even, like, you're not going to have him as a sub, but yeah, I just feel like playing him wasn't the right right call at all to begin with. But yeah, you live and you learn, I guess. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, we'll talk about that, that third quarter lapse because I mean, we had a 45 point lead at half time and then just went to sleep. So yeah, no good. But um, yeah, we yeah we ended up come, coming back in the, in the last quarter, which was uh, good and showed some good fight. And yeah, kicked away in the end and I think we still won by about 30 points, I think. Yeah, 32. I was actually pretty close with that one. I said we'd win by about 30. Yeah. Did we did we do a prediction for that? Uh, it wasn't for a competition or anything like the uh, free kick tally, but it was, oh, yeah, yeah we, we just, you know, predicted what the uh, result of the game would be. So Yeah, yeah so... um, well, you, you guessed 25 anyway, I think, so we were both yeah, pretty, pretty close, close. So Yeah. No, the, um, I think the, the third quarter lapse wasn't the yeah, greatest thing in the world, but... Yeah, to show the fight to come back was really good. So, yeah. And what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, well, about that comeback, I think this was last year and we let a lead like that get down to, you know, the one point. I reckon 
whoever we would have been playing would have overran us and beaten us. So, I mean, that's one positive to take from, from the Adelaide game, even though we still let that lapse happen and we did that a lot last year and lost close games because of it. At least in this one, we were able to sort of steady and then, as you said, kick away again and, and make sure that we still, you know, got the chockies. Yeah, and like it was the same as the Carlton game as well. We didn't let that slip. So, yeah, we were like one win and one draw after the first two games and they were both like it, there was stages in both where we could have just like lost it so to be a draw and a win after two games was good I think yeah yep um I didn't really have any other points to make about the Adelaide oh Noah Bolter um had a, a really good game on Tex I thought uh Bolter had nine intercept marks yeah I think that was one of his better games for us I think uh, Tex yep. still got on top from time to time but his intercept marking like was a was a showcase I think yeah yeah definitely was a really good performance yeah, definitely, and and only um, a handful of times in history, apparently, ten intercept marks have been taken in a game by a player. Can't remember who the players are that did it, but it's two or three players I think that have taken ten before. No one's ever taken eleven. So Bolter almost, you know, tied for the the record for intercept marks in a game, in that game. So he obviously played a really good game. Young Tyler Young, he um, did all right, I thought, against Adelaide as well. Yeah, I think he played really well, and even last night he. Played well again, so yeah, it's good to see him like doing his role before um, Robbie Tarrant comes back, I guess. And then it'll it'll just be a selection issue, I guess, just having both of them up and running, which is a good problem to have. Yeah, that's it, definitely. And then obviously, um, get more depth back as well once Broad comes back from suspension, and oh, that's what we need to talk about as well because uh, that was in the Adelaide game too, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think four weeks is is very fair for that. Yeah, look, I thought four weeks was a bit over the top. I think the the reason he got more than the other players did for their bumps in the weeks prior was because Parnell actually got concussed when his head hit the ground. It was unfortunate. It wasn't intentional. There was no malice in it or anything. But unfortunately for Broad, as soon as they see that, they're going to give you an extra week or two because a player got injured. And they're trying to, well, they say they're trying to stamp that out. But it's still very inconsistent with, you know, the, the, um, reprimands that they hand out to these players like the punishments they give them uh, obviously McAdams got three weeks for Adelaide for that bump but that those bumps were like that they were lining them up yeah and just yeah. hit them yeah like whereas this is like a genuine football play like a tackle yeah yeah and I thought all broad was trying to do get him from, over the line get him over the line yeah because yeah. it was on the boundary line and um, unfortunately it you know he moved his body into that position and, and took him into a sling and unfortunately Parnell hit his head on the ground, as I said, but I mean, that's that's just footy. I mean, you try to stamp it out as much as you can. You try to not do the sling tackles and stuff, but I feel like, yeah, with the bumps, there was probably more intent to, as you said, they lined them up, so they actually aimed for their yeah, opponents. Yeah. So, I mean, Buddy does it every second week. And well, you, like, obviously, he got one week for his hit on whoever it was in the first round. Yeah, I, I don't think you want concussions in, in the AFL at all. Like, I get why they're trying to stamp it out, and it's it's never a good look when someone does get concussed. But yeah, I I think like two weeks would have been fair for that, I would have thought. Yeah, two weeks, three max. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think he's ever had like a suspension or anything like that either. Um, not that I can remember. Yeah. Or maybe once, so I'm not sure. But I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he has either. Like usually a pretty fair player. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. And I know he's your boy as well on the podcast here. So yeah, I, I just think he's a good player. And I think we missed him a little bit last night in the Collingwood game. Yeah, I think so too. He's very important to our structure. As you said in the last podcast, he just goes out there, does his job week in, week out, uh, without question, does whatever Dimmer asks of him, does whatever the team needs him to do, and he does it well. So 
Yeah, I think yeah, having him out it just causes a, a few problems down back in the back six because obviously uh, Richmond's very system based, and to have one player out of that, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, we can uh, move on to the Collingwood game now. I think, yeah, unless there was anything else from the Adelaide game. No, I don't think so. Like, no. like we covered Samson Ryan's yeah. like good performance, and then a few few ups and downs. But yeah, yeah, no, it was Bolter. just good. I think overall it was just good to get a win on the board. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, Pickett did a couple of good things as well. I thought in the Adelaide game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind him. I can't really remember. Yeah, like and, him playing uh, great, but there, there was one time where he, I think he got the ball about three times in a short passage of play, and he just kept charging forward and sort of you know trying to get the ball forward. We got a goal out of it in the end. So I thought Pickett played well. Uh, Morris Rioli's pressure was elite. He was the reason Hopper got his first goal for Richmond. Uh, as well, because uh, Morris chased down someone on the defensive 50. He's done um, that a lot lately, the last couple of weeks, just yeah. chasing people down. His pressure's been really good. His disposal has been a bit average going forward, but yeah, yeah, yep. his pressure is why he's in the team. So Yeah, yeah, yeah but um, yeah, in this uh, particular instance against Adelaide, uh, he, he ran down someone on the back on the defensive 50 and um, we got a turnover, went back the other way. He got it again in the middle and then passed it off to Hopper who sidestepped his man on the 50, ran inside and kicked a goal. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was funny. The commentators were talking about Hopper sort of because Dusty was on his own in the forward line. They were talking about him burning off Dusty. <laughs> they, were, they were like, he's probably a bit lucky that he actually kicked the goal. But no, that's right. Dusty was the first one to get around him when he kicked it. So it was good to see. Uh, I, th- I think sometimes we give it to Dusty a little bit too much and we overuse the ball to get it to him. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, yeah, going forward, yeah, Morris's, Morris's uh, efficiency could improve a little bit. But yeah, he, his, his pressure's been elite the first three weeks. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And that's just um, carrying on from last year. I mean, he was elite pressure last year as well. He had... I think about three or four times as many pressure acts as anyone else in the comp last year. It's so taken over from Jack Graham pressure acts. <laughs> and um, you know, well, he played. He played. Um, how many games he played last night? Hundred games. For uh, Jack yeah, last yeah. Night? Jack Graham's hundredth game. Like, so we'll move on to the Collingwood game now. Yeah. We'll so congratulations Jack yep. to Jack Graham. Hundred games. Hundred games. Unfortunately, couldn't get the win, but um. Jay, Jay Frampton's boy. Yeah, yeah, Jay Frampton's boy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Jay even made a nice Facebook post for his mate there. So. Yeah, I know. I reckon Jack would have been grateful for that. Yep, definitely. Yeah, but no, look, uh, Jack Graham, I, I didn't really see much of him last night, to be honest. Nah. I don't, I know, mean, like he wasn't the only one there. Like there's a few boys that sort of went missing last night, didn't really do much. And as a team, we looked sloppy going forward again. Um Inside 50 entry was pretty bad again for most of the game. Yeah. At the start of the third quarter, we decided to activate our sub, Cumberland. Uh, got another gig in the seniors again. So good to see Cumberland back. He actually got us rolling in the third quarter, helped set up a couple of goals. and But then he, he made a uh, mistake as well. That, that one kick. Luke's hanging on this. Yeah, he kicked it. Right in between two Richmond players, straight to Quainor, and it got down the so other. So that way, we kicked three three on the trot. Yeah, and then we were still yeah. down by three points or something. Yeah, I think two it was or three time, points, yeah. and then yeah, he had it in the forward pocket, centered it, and just hit Quainor right in the chest. Yep, and then Collingwood and that, went the, straight down the guts and yeah, kicked the goal from it. Yeah, so. so that like yeah, you you dwell on things like that, I guess. Like it could have put us in front. We have all the momentum, and then yeah, could have run with the game, run away with the game. Yeah, that's it. I, th- I think we did have chances to win it last night. A lot of people are going to sort of look at the stats or like, you know, go back over the highlights and be like, oh, you know, Collingwood had X amount more inside 50s or, you know, shots on goal and uh, contested possessions and stuff like that. 
And it's all good and well to say that, but I still don't feel like we were that far out of the game. I still feel like it was there to be won at a point, and that was probably the turning point, I think. Uh, we had all the momentum at the start of the third quarter. As you said, that kick gets turned over, goes down the other end, they kill our momentum by scoring, and and that's it. Then it makes it hard again. It sort of gets into the players' minds uh, yeah. when stuff like uh, that Cumberland happens. Well. Was, Cumberland was good to start the third quarter, though. I think he really like set the... Has set the trend to to get going. It just has a lot more like energy around the ball, and it was good subbing out Ryan. I think it was it was just a good move overall getting getting him out and getting Cumberland in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the the weather last night. I mean, it didn't really rain much, but it probably it would have been damp for most of the first half. On the ground, yeah, yeah. On the actual ground itself, the ground would have been wet, would have been slippery. Yeah, so I think it's it's not ideal weather for the big guys. Even Tommy Lynch struggled last night a bit as well. Towards in the second half, he. Got a little bit of it, got the ball a couple of times, but uncharacteristically missed a couple of sodas that he would have otherwise kicked. Generally a, a great shot on goal. Yeah, that's it. I mean, last year, one of the most accurate kicks for goal in the comp. You know, he's he's kicked 200 goals now for Richmond uh, since he's moved over here. So 50 goals a season so far. It's yeah, pretty good. It's what you want from the big man. And I mean, last year, he was number one in the comp for contested marks as well. But yeah, last night, he's, he's kicking just let him down in those two shots on goal. Uh, ended up with one goal three for the night. But um, yeah. yeah, I feel like going back to like the, the the first half, like it's all good and well to say that Collingwood butchered their opportunities and kicked like th- three goals ten, but I feel like a lot of their points came from a lot of pressure from our players. So for them to kick, yeah, that's it. Quick, quick snap kicks and yeah, quick under pressure, snap yeah. kicks under pressure, all that sort of stuff. So a lot of them aren't going to go through the big sticks anyway. So yeah, to say they kicked three three ten, like yeah, it probably could have been like five eight or something like that. I think it would have been a fair representation of the first half, but you just miss some from time to time. So yeah, and, and I think it kept us in the game, and then we came out in the third quarter and actually showed a bit of fight. Yeah, that's it. And I think there were also a couple of points that were like rushed or punched through as well. So you've also got to sort of take that into account when you're looking at scoring shots. I mean, there, there are games where for whatever reason the team can't seem to score. We did it last year against North Melbourne. We kicked I think 15 behinds or something 16 behinds for the that game that game was ridiculous no, I think we were like no. 2 goals 12 or yeah, something yeah, at some point yeah 2 goals 12 or something. And, and then North Melbourne were like 6 straight or something yeah so yeah. that, that was the difference in that game but um, and that was at, at Marvel Stadium so I mean no weather conditions to contend with so realistically they shouldn't just have been missing those joint. shots just a shit joint that. yeah not my favourite ground not gonna lie <laughs> no I just don't think the football ground should have a roof yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, well, did you see the uh, the turf the other night coming up? <laughs> yeah, it's just like they've just rolled a bit of turf out and uh, yeah, yeah, thought it'd do the job and ended up ripping up. Yeah, yeah, one of the players, I think one of the Brisbane players might have been Dunkley or someone, but they, they looked at it and they actually lifted up the, the turf. A football player turned landscaper. Yeah, he probably could have been a landscaper. You know, they had three blokes out there at uh, three-quarter time, I think it was, having a look at it. They were just trying to sort of bash it back in to hope it would stick. So, <laughs> the, the the curator for the ground's probably gone home for the night and yeah, yeah players had to do his job. Anyway, so yeah, that is pretty ridiculous when you're dealing with stuff like that, to be honest. But Yeah, shouldn't be happening at the top level, I would have definitely not. Thought, but. Definitely not. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, last night... Um, you know, had a terrible first half. We only kicked one goal in the first half, which was pretty horrendous. Collingwood kind of let us off a little bit, but as as we've just discussed, you know, a few of those shots on goal were rushed or pressured as well. So they were, they were probably going to miss 
at least a few of those anyway. Second half, obviously, uh, the competition was a lot more even, I thought. The contest was a lot more even. We got on top in the first part of the third quarter. Obviously, we spoke about Cumberland coming on as the sub and just giving us that boost of energy that we sort of needed after half time. Then after that, we sort of couldn't really catch Collingwood. Like every time we sort of closed the gap, they'd sort of get one back and we couldn't really get there in the end but yeah no overall I think it was a like pretty good game from the Tigers like to get within 14 points with the outs that we had like we had Dusty out Hopper out Short Broad was that it four yeah Tarrant's out at the moment yeah as well. Tarrant's out as well so obviously um Tarrant will take a um, back six spot from probably Tyler Young as we mentioned before he's yeah. probably going to be uh, sort of trying to fight his way into to get games this year but he's only young so he's got a lot of time left I think Tarrant just gives us that bit more experience, a bigger body. It was it was good last year, Tarrant. Uh, yeah. the, the second half of the year, he really came on and did his job. And yeah, well, he came from a a club like North that didn't really have much of a system. They haven't really had much of a system for the last ten years, really. And then he comes to a club that actually like has a and like we said like we say it on every podcast but we're very system based so to for the back six to work he has to know the system and how it all works so yeah it took him a little bit to get going last year but towards the back half he he really started to probably one of our better defenders actually all right we'll move on to the next two games so we've got the bulldogs next week at the mcg saturday twilight good time slot and then after that we've got sydney on the friday night in adelaide for the gather round that the afl has put on i don't know about that i'll gather around yeah i don't know i don't know either that's I, I, I get the idea of like a, a footy carnival and that like it's you know sounds all right in theory we'll just yeah. see how it goes i guess but yeah it's have, copying the nrl really yeah yeah but um anyway we'll, we'll see what happens with that i mean the afl is always you know changing rules and playing around with things and it's you know a little bit frustrating sometimes but they're going to do what they're going to do so um yeah yeah what what changes would you be making uh for, so the next week's game yeah next week so we've got the bulldogs at the mcg so i think being at the g rather than marvel uh definitely works in our favor yeah for sure at marvel i'd be a little bit worried about dropping another game and then after that we've got sydney and then melbourne so we've got a bit of a tough run coming up yeah i think in the next two games so sydney obviously in adelaide it's a neutral game so yeah i I wouldn't put it past us to get a win although sydney's a very good team so i'd be pretty confident going into both of them but like the bulldogs and the sydney game but if if we're one and one after the next two weeks i think that's pretty acceptable as well yeah that's it yeah and if we're you know if we win the next two before we play melbourne then we're in a a pretty good spot really to be honest yeah because obviously melbourne at the mcg is going to be pretty tough but we'll talk about that one in the next podcast so the bulldogs so how did you see their game uh the other night against brisbane they got the win but it was the most boring fucking game i've ever watched in my life yeah it wasn't great it's a shit ass but um yeah, I just I didn't really think much of the Bulldogs um, watching that. They've obviously struggled the first couple of weeks um, against St Kilda and they got they yeah, lost uh, in the Melbourne. first game. Yeah, they got and Melbourne. by Melbourne and St yeah. Kilda. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, they got a win against Brisbane. Um, but yeah. I, I reckon Brisbane's overrated, so I don't really look into that. Yeah, I think too so much. too. I think yeah, at the Gabba, they're going to have a pretty good record, obviously. But, um, yeah... I'll, Coming to Victoria and playing the big Victorian clubs, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I mean, big, they, big Victorian club. No, I'm not saying the Bulldogs, Bulldogs are. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying the Bulldogs are. I'm just say saying it's the Minnow Club, really. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if when they come to Victoria, they're going to struggle against a lot of Victorian sides. You probably could have played that game the other night at Casey Fields. There was about yeah. five thousand people in the stands, I reckon. Yeah, true. There's probably just about as many Brisbane supporters as there were Bulldog supporters. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. 
But yeah, I, I think uh, going into the Bulldogs game, it'd be pretty confident. Like they've got uh, Josh Bruce is now a defender, a forward yeah, term I defender. So I was, yeah, I was like, who's that guy? Actually, and looks pretty good down back. Yeah, yeah, he did all right. Actually, he held looks his like own. he's got a lot more freedom and and can just run and carry. It's a bit like Rioli. Like he looks a little bit lost up forward, and now he's just got the license to run and do whatever he wants. Really. Yeah, that's it. And obviously, he's you know being a well, he was a key forward. Now he's a key defender. Like he's still he's got a pretty solid frame on him and that as well. So he's yeah. gonna he's gonna take a lot of those bigger guys when the Bulldogs come up against the teams that have the big power forwards. Obviously, as a former forward, he sort of knows uh, what defenders would look running, to do, to, running patterns and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, he sort of know what they look to do to try and negate the impact that those key forwards have. Um, being a former key forward himself, so it's gonna be interesting to see how he goes for the rest of the year, matching up on these um, big forwards. But look, he, he did well the other night, uh, Josh Bruce. Props to him. He's, as you said, has a bit of a um, career change of sorts, similar yeah. to Daniel Rioli at Richmond, but different sorts of players. But yeah, you know, just position-wise, obviously, going into defense from attack to defense. Yeah, where do you think um, that we can get on top of this game? I feel like the, the midfield, if we get Hopper back this I, week and Dusty say, back. I don't think. I don't think the midfield, because Bulldogs still have a pretty good midfield. I know they don't yeah. have Dunkley now, um, so that's one big hole in their midfield. They've We've still actually been of... doing really well in the clearances over the first yeah. three weeks. Have we won the clearance battle um, for the first three weeks? Yeah, we have, actually. I think, I think yeah. And uh, like last weeks, year, yeah. it was a really big weakness for us. Like We yeah. never got first hands on the ball. So, yeah, yeah we're just gotta, I think we've just got to be a bit cleaner getting out of the middle. Like Obviously, we're getting first hands on it. Yeah. Um, and then just getting it to the outside and actually being clean with it rather than just butchering it because we had a lot of turnovers like last night against Collingwood. So there's something yeah. that we've got to clean up going into the Bulldogs game, I feel. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, look, the midfield battle is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be tough. I mean, they've still got a lot of talent in there. McRae, Trelaw, you know, Bontempelli, obviously. Yeah. He, he had a really good game the other night. Yeah. He, he was probably one of their best. I think our defense could probably get on top of their well, they've got line. They've got Norton. Norton and, and Jamara Ugalhagen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamar, he played all right. The yeah, other Jamar night. played all right the other night. It was it was good to see as well. Like given the the week that he had, obviously there's there's no um there's no excuse for you know the the shit that Racism he was copying over stuff yeah, like that. The shit yeah. that he was copying over the fence against um St Kilda. Didn't realize St Kilda supporters got that rowdy. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize they had supporters. To be fair, but <laughs> yeah, nah. But um, yeah, I reckon. And then going forward, I reckon we can get on top. Like Tommy Lynch or, probably, or Bruce will probably yeah. take Tommy Lynch. Um, or who's that? Uh, Keith. Keith. Yeah. So yeah, him, uh, Bruce, and Keith are their two main defenders. I'll yeah. probably tell. Well, it depends if Samson plays this week, but I'd probably play him this week if it's good weather. Yeah, give yeah. him another opportunity. Yeah. Um, so would you would you stick with uh, Cumberland as the sub again, or would you play uh, Cumberland nah, and take someone else out? Got to get a full game. Give him a full game. Who but then at the same out? time, though, if like if Hopper comes back, Dusty comes back, uh, I think Short will miss a couple more weeks. Um, with the calf, yeah, it was his calf, calf, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, obviously so, pulled yeah. out for another three weeks with suspension. But anyway, yeah, I'm probably dropping. Well, it depends. Or well, we don't really know who's coming back. I think Dusty will be available. So you're probably gonna. I think I'm, Ross I'm probably pretty good last night. Yeah, I'd probably say Dusty and um, Hopper would both be back for this game. Yeah, I'd probably take out Rolf Smith, although he played really good last night as well. Yeah, so. He did. so it's going to be a hard selection call uh, this coming week. Yeah, but I just want Cumberland in the team. I feel like he just needs a, a good run of games to, to get his confidence up and, and start performing, like at the top level, which I, yeah. he's shown he's been able to do, like in the last the second half of last season. 
Yeah, that's it. Definitely he came in. He played those few games. People have to remember as well. I mean, he's what twenty two now or something. He's missed a lot through injury and stuff. But he's only he's played less than fifteen games, I think, or less than. I 10 think even. he had a knee rico for knee his rico. first yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, so he was pretty much out for his first full year, and then yeah. he obviously had that COVID year where like you could barely play football. So I feel yeah. like a lot of the a lot of the younger players in the team never got an opportunity to perform and. and yeah, get match practice in uh, like two years ago. Yeah, yep. And that would have been his first year in the system, I think. So, yeah, yeah. I think he's his been first in two years were a knee reco and then yep. and then the COVID year. Yeah, I think he's been in the system now for about um, three years or so. Three. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think he he really needs to get a get a bit of a run, um, a bit of match practice, a bit of confidence. He'll be right to go. Yeah. So are we who, doing a free kick count. Yeah, yeah, we will. One? But who are you taking out? Then if you if Dusty and Hopper are coming back in, Oh, God, I don't know. I haven't really looked at. Oh, I haven't, didn't watch a replay or anything of the game last night, and then yeah, I was half pissed watching it. So I'm not really sure who was a good and bad player. But yeah, I just like all the guys who came in. Ralph Smith, or maybe Clark might make his way out. Judson Clark, yeah. He's probably the obvious one to go out, and then maybe Samson Ryan because he did have a poor game, but then. Like we said, the conditions didn't favour him at all. So Yeah, that's it. If it's sunny weather, I mean, you might be able to play him. That'll stretch the Bulldogs' back line a little bit. So Yeah, but you never know in Melbourne. It's probably going to be raining. So if it's, if it's poor weather, then I'm taking probably Clark and Samson Ryan out and then bringing Dusty and Hopper in. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty fair. Then, uh, like Mansell, I thought, played well enough to keep his spot. Um, yeah. Cumberland, obviously. Ralph Smith, you mentioned, played a good game the other night. Yeah, I'll, yeah, right. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're doing the free kick count now. Or yeah. We do it at the end. No, of the we'll, show. Do, we'll do the free kick count now. So free kick count against the Bulldogs. Yeah, we're just gonna go over one thing though that okay. has really surprised me in the last twenty four hours. Oh yeah, we'll, yep. We won a free kick count. I know, and against Collingwood of all teams, won it by seven. Yeah. Against Collingwood of all absolutely teams, absolutely bizarre. So on the last podcast, you gave the umpires an absolute spray. I did, and then I gave him another spray last night in the first half for a, a, some call that they made. I can't remember what it was now, but we won't use the words that uh, you got. You got, um, yeah, <laughs> had, had a t- bit of a, to sign him off at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> had a bit of a chat to Mister Policeman, and he he saw that I was, um, you know, willing to sort of own it and and shut up. So he let me back in, in. which you did or didn't do. No, no, like I was still like I was doing like the chants and stuff with the grog squad, like yeah. whenever they were doing that. But I just I wasn't. Oh, using... the whole Joffa Corf is a is a pedophile. <laughs> but I wasn't. I just wasn't using the uh, the c word again. Um, yeah, you can say fuck a couple of times. I think at the footy, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's all right. We uh, yeah won the free kick count. So um, yeah, it was uh, it was actually over a, the moon with that. It was actually a shock. I think at the end of the game, I thought someone said that we only like we won it by like two or something. Or maybe it was Jay Frey. He never knows what he's talking about, that bloke. Nah, he's, he's like we said, he's, he's coming up later. Yeah, he is. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, yeah, so, all right, free kick count. I'm going to go, uh, we will get 17 free kicks and the Bulldogs will get 26. All right, so you're going a bit of a differential this week. Yeah, no, Bulldogs always get looked after. Yeah, they do. Um, at the MCG, though. And with us actually having a midfield that can win, you know, first hands on the ball now. Do you reckon that also is uh, helping with our free kick differential now, getting first hands on the footy? 
See, I don't know because we've had games in the. I know it hasn't been part of our game style uh, during our premiership years. Obviously, we sort of we didn't really care if the opposition got first hands on the ball because our whole game was based on intercept and rebound, essentially, like from our pressure. So we didn't really care during our premiership years because we were able to still punish teams with those turnovers. And, you know, obviously the free kick counts were really lopsided. We seemed to get reamed every week. I love the word reamed. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I don't know. Like, it, there, were, there were some games, though, where we did have first hands on the ball. Like, we'd win the contested possession, uncontested, and the clearances as well. So, like, we sort of had first hands on the ball in, in those three areas, which are probably the three still key areas. Still didn't win the free kick count. Free kick yeah. count. So, I don't think it's a rule. I mean, look, for some teams, it might work. Uh, Bulldogs have always had a pretty strong midfield, and they do get a lot of free kicks. Yeah. West Coast had a pretty good midfield up until probably a couple of years ago, and they used to get a lot of free kicks as well. Collingwood's midfield was sort of middling to good, in I the, guess. In the top tier, yeah. They're, they're they're, probably in the, they'd be in the top, like, four to six. For a free kicks. Say, oh, oh, well, no, they're midfield. Oh, they're midfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they were like they were top three for um, free kicks Yeah, during those yeah. years. Which was interesting. And um, yeah, I, don't, I haven't really looked at, at Melbourne over the last couple of years because they have a really good midfield, obviously, as well. So I'm not too sure whether Melbourne get a pretty good go from the umpires. So it's a hard one. I think it's, it's just going to vary from team to team, I think. And I think, unfortunately, we just, you know, well, up until last night, we just didn't seem to really get anything. But yeah, I was really shocked by that. I'm going to have game, to go back and see the last time we won a free kick count by more than five. I yeah. reckon it, it would be going back a fair way, I think. We would. I think the last time we even won a free kick count was almost 12 months ago. Yeah. So, So yeah, what's your free kick count for the Bulldogs game? Uh, yeah, look, I reckon the Bulldogs are going to get the better rub of the green this week. I'm going to go a little bit closer because I, I, I now need to close the gap a little bit with our competition. So uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 23 to 18. Yeah, okay. What did you oh, say, 26 to 17? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 26-17. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, going, go. going that we're losing by nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll go 23-18 in favour of the Bulldogs. All righty. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to the Sydney game now. Oh, we've got to get him back for last year. Yeah, we do. That's, yep. uh, that game last year yeah, should, was, have, should have been a 50. Yep. That was rubbish at the end. Like, oh, you know, common sense. He couldn't hear it because of the crowd. I mean, well, look at round one last year when Soldo went to stand the mark he got to where the mark was looked at the umpire and the umpire said that he was moving instead of standing and paid a 50 I, I just don't think Soldo knows what's going on at any given point yeah, of the I know, match I know but that's, that's also a good point though because the umpire didn't you know have any understanding with Soldo in that situation he, was, he mm. didn't give him a chance he just Soldo went to man the mark and when he stood in whatever spot he was standing in, the umpire called the 50 straight away. Didn't even give him a chance to say, you know, is this right? And, um, and then last, you know, the Sydney game, the Sydney player boots it over the line. The umpire's like, oh, no, I've got to give him a chance because he didn't hear it because of the crowd and the siren or whatever. It's not that they have a great deal of fans over there anyway. The stadium only holds 30,000, doesn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, the Sydney game, the, Sydney has a pretty good... Um, just got a pretty good all-round team. They don't have any like superstars or anything like that. Like Buddy's obviously an aging superstar. Has been a great player for a number of years. Obviously getting on a little bit, but like you got Heaney, and then like a heap of other young kids coming through as well. Callum yeah, Mills, Mills, and um, who's the other one? Warner, Chad Warner. Yeah, Chad Warner. Yeah. Uh, the, the Chad. Yeah. 
Uh, Goulden is another one. Is yeah, one, yeah. They're, just got, they're good use of, this, of the ball as well. I feel like their disposal efficiency would be like towards the top in the AFL. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And obviously that's something that has been pretty much our Achilles heel this year so far. So we're definitely going to have to uh, improve that over the next fortnight to take it up to them in that regard. Yeah, I feel like just the disposal going inside forward 50 uh, needs to improve. Like we mentioned like Taranto and even like uh, we didn't give Baker a shout out for the Collingwood game. Oh, yeah, he, was, he played really he good. He was best on for us for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Taranto, he gets a lot of the ball, but going like four to half, his disposal efficiency just isn't there. Even last, last night in the Collingwood game, he had a shot on goal and just sprayed it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's something about- that he can tidy up. Yeah, that, that set shot, he was probably, by the time he kicked it, he was probably about 48 out. And he's he's kicked those before in his career. So you, yeah, know, he can, sure. you know he can kick them. But um, yeah, last night was just a, a horrendous night for um, shots on goal. Yeah, I f- feel like against Sydney, we're just going to have to take our chances going forward. I feel like that we can get a win for sure. Um, it's not it's not out of the possibility to get a win. Like They're obviously a great team, but yeah, I feel like we can take it up to them and get a win. But yeah, we've yeah. just got to be a lot cleaner going forward. Yeah, definitely. Neutral ground would definitely help in that regard as well. I mean, if it was at the SCG, I'd probably be a, a bit worried. But I'd rather play in Adelaide than the SCG. We generally yeah, play yeah. pretty good in Adelaide. Like we don't really play Adelaide that great there. But like against Port Adelaide, who's been pretty good for the last few years, have yeah, we've got, got, got a few, few wins. wins against them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially that prelim in 2020 as well. That was that was the biggest one. Yeah, I'm not too sure about Sydney's record in Adelaide, but yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it'll just be a good game. I feel like it'll be 50-50 um, game. So whichever side takes their opportunities, we'll probably get the chockies in that one. Yeah, that's it. All right, so what are you doing for a, a prediction for that? You reckon we'll beat the Swans? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that we'll beat them. I feel like we've played really good the la- the first three weeks of the season. Like, obviously, Carlton, the Carlton draw, and then they it can't come out and beat Geelong. So it obviously yeah, shows, yeah. as much as we hate to say, Carlton might be half decent this year. And to get a draw against Sam's good. And then um, the Adelaide game, we were on top of them for three quarters. And, yeah, like last night's game, Collingwood, are, like I, said, I hate to say it, but they're probably the best team in the comp right now. And then to lose by 14 points, I feel like we're on the right track, especially with all the players that we had out last night. So I feel like uh, to get a, a win against Sydney, Sydney would be good. And I feel like that we can do it. Didn't really do a prediction for the Bulldogs, did we? We did the free kicks, but not... No, we'll beat the Bulldogs. Yeah. How much? No, I'll go 40 points. Ooh, bit of a thumping. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll go... Is that the MCG? Do the Bulldogs play at the MCG? Yeah, good point, good point. I'll go 29. I'll go just under five goals. Okay. Yeah. And for Alrighty. the Sydney game? Uh, 40. We'll beat Oh, Sy- oh no, no, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, we'll go, I think, 11 points. It'll be, it'll be a close game. All right, I'll go 13. 13. Okay, we're very close together. Yeah, lucky 13. Are we uh, free kick count? Yeah, free kick count for Sydney. I reckon we'll get reamed again. Yeah? No, not, not like reamed, reamed, but I reckon <laughs> I'll say 26 to 20. 26 to 20. Okay, I'm going to go uh, 20, 20 to 22. We will lose the free kick count. So a close one. Yeah, close one. We can't get reamed every week, and if we get done against the doggies by nine, like I'm predicting, surely we can. But the Swans are very uh, are a very good clearance and contested footy team, so it wouldn't surprise me if they got on top of the free kits. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And um, we obviously our segment 
uh, that we've got coming up, Nuffy Watch. We've got our uh, yes, we've so got our own our very own Jay Frampton, a good mate Jay. He's is an absolute nuffy, isn't he? He is. <laughs> I have never met a bloke that just talks about America, guns, and Port Adelaide as much as this bloke. On the way home on the train last night. Yeah, for for an alleged Richmond supporter, he talks about Port Adelaide an awful lot. He he does have a soft spot for Port Adelaide though. He always has. Yeah, he does. He stands with their cheer squad and and waves their banners and their flags and he sings "Never Tear Us Apart." Yeah, he sings that before he goes never, to bed every never night. Never tear up your tarps. Yeah, no, he's just. And then yeah, he, he even had the he had the guts to book his ticket for for the last night's game at the other end of the ground. He had to go into gate one, yeah. and then he's like. He scans that we get to gate four and we just scan our, our barcode in and me and Travi just roll in as we do as our ticket says gate four. He tries to scan in his barcode, which clearly says gate one on it, tries to scan it into gate four. And then the old geezer standing at the, at the turnstile said, you've got to go around the other side. And he's like, oh, I thought I could just walk in here. Ticket says gate one. <laughs> ticket again, mate, 85,000 crowd. So. And then he didn't know that the MCC has his, has the little bridge running across the top on level four. So once he found that out, he, he sent it down to gate one, sprinted uh, to, the, to the bridge, and then, yeah, found his way over. But, yeah, halfway through the first quarter, we get a tap on the shoulder, and here's Jay Frey. He's, he's made his way. Yeah, he's made it, made it over. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just on the train, though, like he's just a bit much. Yeah, he's kicking. I don't know if we've got footage of it on the train talk, but we've got. I, um, I think we do. Yeah, we've, when when we edit the video, I'm gonna I'll post it. I'll edit the video oh, yeah. probably. Yeah, we all like Jay Frey, but kicking a potato cake on a train, like he thought it was a soccer match, just kicking a potato cake. Yeah, on the on the train. So so there you go. Do we have any train talk segments? It's, um... we, we have a little bit of uh, train talk as well. Um, obviously, I'll do a train talk video. We'll get that up and running. I'll, I'll make a train talk playlist on YouTube as oh, well. Oh, beautiful. So each week we do it, we'll, uh, we'll each, yeah, every time we do it, we'll upload a new episode. Are we getting on um, the beers for the Bulldogs game? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll get a train in for that one and uh, yeah. see what we can get. Yeah, that's it. If we if we can find a Bulldogs fan. If you're a Bulldogs fan listening to this, which is probably a low chance, but give us a shout out if you're going. And yeah, hopefully your whole family goes and you might get six or seven supporters there. So we just wanted to give Jay Frampton a uh, little bit of a his own segment on Nuffy Watch. On Nuffy so. Watch, yep. But if, you, um, if you've got a Nuffy that you want to want to vote for that we could have a chat about just send it in uh, drop it in the comments on youtube or or send it in we're going to get a um instagram and facebook page going i think so we can uh yeah we are so it'll be richmond till i die podcast on uh, instagram and facebook we'll set that up make uh, sure you like and subscribe if you can yeah we'll probably uh, give it a share We'll set that up uh, very shortly. Uh, I think once we get once we get about a hundred followers, I think on the Instagram page, we'll get we'll get the scarves back. The the we hate Carlton scarves. Yeah, what do you uh, reckon about that? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So Lukey had this genius idea to uh, get these Richmond scarves made up that say we hate Carlton on the other side. Yeah. So we'll get those back in. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll put links to those. I guess we'll have to make like a Facebook store or something, won't we? Yeah, or, we, we, or we could put them on put somewhere. Them on marketplace or something. Just, I don't know. DM us, slide in the well, DMs. Yeah, just slide into the DMs and we'll tell you how you can get one. 
Yeah, but we're um, gonna we're gonna get a, a we're gonna get a following first. Yeah, and yeah, then um, it, yeah. yeah. So the the quicker we get the followers up, the quicker we can get the scarves out, and then um, yeah. yeah. Do we play Carlton again at the end of the year? No, we don't. No, we don't play Carlton, Collingwood, or Essendon again for some no, reason. Geez. Usually we play at least one of them twice. Yeah, right. Okay, the attendance is going to cop a bit of a hit this year then. Yeah, I know. Well, apparently it's been record attendance so far for the first or for the first two rounds it was. Yeah. yeah. No, Richmond yeah. obviously doing good things for that. Yeah, I think the, the Carlton and Collingwood. Yeah. 85,000 for Collingwood. So. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the big clubs are uh, upholding their end of the bargain. Yeah, for sure. We just need uh, the likes of Melbourne and the Bulldogs to... To, and and North to and finally get some Hawthorne. fans. Yeah, just get some fans. More than one family on their membership base would be good. Yeah, that's it. All right, so yeah, we're going to set up Train Talk, um, Facebook, Instagram, Richmond Till I Die podcasts. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yep, so I'll set that up. Um, if you need to email us about anything or if you want to suggest someone for the, the Nuffy segment. We've even got an email. Yeah, we, yeah, we've got an email. I, I had to set one of those up for the YouTube channel anyway. Yeah, so send in your suggestions if so you've got something or any... Um, RichmondTillIDie at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to get the family involved. So if, you, if you've if got, you got any, any um, questions that you want to ask us, yeah, Nuffy suggestions um, like or just a general question on uh, just Travi's life or Luke's life, just... Yeah, send it in and we'll do our best to get back to you all. There's they, probably only going to be two faithful they, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know too much about me. All right, so I think that's a wrap for, uh, for episode three. What are we doing for the Sydney game? Yeah, yeah, so Sydney game. Friday night? Yeah, Sydney game. Uh, we'll be watching it at my place. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah, we've got a house full of people. We'll get the boys around. Yeah. Might even set up the GoPro for that and do a bit of a reaction video. Oh, what do you reckon? Oh, now, now, if we do a reaction video, then you'll see why we've got Jay Frampton on the Nuffy, <laughs> Nuffy podcast. <laughs> the bloke just shakes all game. He gets, gets that nervous that he yep. just goes for it. But anyway, we'll, we'll get that going and, and yeah. It's like you just watch him there when he's sitting in his seat. It's like he sat on a vibrator or something. <laughs> This is amazing. Good good content, this podcast. All right. Anyway, I think that's a wrap for today. Beautiful. All right. So we will see you on episode four. Uh, we'll do that after the Sydney game. Beautiful. All right. See you, mate. All right. See you, Lukey.